everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of The Triggered. I'm your host, Zachary Clark, and you all know my co-host, Adam. Uh-uh-uh-Furman. How you doing tonight, Adam? You're doing good. Excellent, excellent. You might see me swatting around randomly. Looks like there's a mosquito loose in here, so... Just, just minor. Just one. Just a minor distraction. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> good to know. So, since we uh, had to cut things short last week, I've decided that this week we're just going to run it back, run it back, and so we're coming to you live from the Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan, oh, no. currently <laughs> under Taliban control. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know that nine minute clip did have a lot of gold moments in it and i just want to try to get that energy back that feeling yeah, I mean... uh, but we got a good show for you tonight folks so sit back relax yourself an ice cold beverage uh, myself here, I have a, a nice rye whiskey to make the feelings go away. Oh, God. Oh. It's been quite the week, but we're not going to talk about most of that stuff because I got everything set up from last week. <laughs> <laughs> stuff that seems like a year away already. Hardly even talking about it anymore. So I think it's worth reprising it. But, as usual, first we must... Look at what's happening locally by examining what's on the scanner radio. <laughs> Hold on. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, let's look here a second. Actually, look, I want to check to make sure we, we aren't getting any chats. Oh, we got Woot Woot in the chat and also... Driver safety tip. All right, this is important news, everybody. And driver safety tip. I uh, would appreciate if you could share this for driver safety. On my way home from work on Highway 57 between Quincy and the interstate, and I have seen a wolf or big dog and a corgi <laughs> on the highway one hour ago. And the most disturbing thing about this is, and I didn't know this, but apparently wolves are around. Most of the comments below this story were people commenting about, there ain't no such thing as wolves in Illinois anymore, lady. And we don't know this is a lady, right? But everybody's lady. Obviously, this is a woman. <laughs> and, uh... What she's probably seen is a coyote. It's just a coyote out there. And if it's got a corgi with her, that's just its snack. <laughs> it's probably, probably a coyote and a badger. They hunt together. Wolverine and a skunk. 
as far as I know. There you go. <laughs> but I, I looked into this a little bit, and interestingly, uh, they have begun reintroducing wolves into surrounding states, not in Illinois. They are highly protected species in Illinois. You aren't allowed to kill them or whatever. But Unless they're coming right at you. Unless they're coming right at you. Uh, but apparently what happens is that uh, young males, usually, from uh, established packs will break off on their own. Lone wolves, if you will. And Ooh. search out uh, new territories and new packs to to start their own their own deal. You know, there it's like an expansion pack. It's DLC in yeah. Illinois. So there's been reports, usually in northern Illinois, if I'm coming down from Wisconsin. Uh, there was some comments that said, "Oh wow, back there's one down here, or whatever." I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Most of it was up up north. Of official sightings with DNA confirmation. Oftentimes, what people see are what are known as wolf dogs or wolf dog hybrids, Adam. These are actually illegal and not good pets, but they exist and it can be illegal. Wolves. What happens if they're found? <laughs> the game warden just comes out and shoots them? Yeah, they go out Australia style. Oh, you've got a kennel full of rescue dogs? <laughs> I'm sorry, but we're in quarantine. <laughs> Go, go read about that if you want to. Oh, she just, just be driven completely over the edge. Uh, but that's not the only thing. Fight season wasn't just uh, last week, sir. It has happened again. And this time we've got some more news. 1300 Black Washington Community Response were subjects with bats and bricks. A disturbance. It's happening. This might be the first bats and bricks fight that we've had all fight season. Really, fight fight season started slow, and it's been a slow burner, I'd say. Yeah, it's been a Mother Nature's been throwing wrenches into it. You know, a cold week in June, a rainy week in July. Yeah, and now it's just over. It's like we've reached fall. We might yeah, have a couple more best time. warm days, but. It's cooled off 60-something degrees right now as we speak. Fight season has come to a close, and these mad lads sent it off with a bang with a good old-fashioned brick-and-bat fight. <laughs> Especially shocked we didn't see any hammer fights this season. They probably just were reported. It was probably one of those undescribed fights reported on the scanner. Frankly, this guy's been laying down on the job. Uh, but mad lads fighting with bricks and bats aren't the only mad lads in town. Apparently, there was also a bank robbery downtown. What? Yeah. Somebody robbed the Mercantile Bank. No way. Yeah, on the square. Oh. He escaped on one of those motorized bicycles. <laughs> 
and was shortly thereafter apprehended by police. Uh, but. <laughs> oh, not worth it, guy. My strategy, if I was ever to become a bank robber, which I'm not inclined to do because, you know, I'm not ready to go to prison yet. I need the right motivation. But. It's not so hard. <laughs> Set off a bomb someplace in town. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the police will respond to the bomb attack. Ideally, you're going to want to make this bomb attack across town, away from the bank you're planning to rob. Then, most of the police are distracted and responding to a bomb attack, so they can't respond to you robbing a bank. It's a foolproof plan. <laughs> Your Honor, this is Exhibit One in People versus Clark. Ah, that's why. That's Wait, how you know. I'm, that's how you know I'm not going to do it because I wouldn't be telling all of my secrets about how I'm going to rob banks. <laughs> yeah, and... yeah, yeah. You know what it is. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> do you mind if we search your car? Oh yeah, I have nothing to hide. <laughs> the dogs have signaled there's massive amounts of cocaine in here. Do you mind if we search? Yeah, uh, the dogs are dumb. They're wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so many. There's so much cocaine in here. Those guys clearly had the drugs planted on them by those dirty cops. Why else would they allow the search? It's not that they're stupid, Adam. It's that the cops planted the drugs. Tell me I'm wrong. You can't prove I'm wrong. Conspiracy. It's about the only defense you have at that point. But I'd run it out. There's enough bad cop press out there nowadays. You might convince a couple guys on a jury. That sounds right. That sounds right to me. I knew a guy that happened to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like it doesn't happen. So, I don't know. Yeah. Get yourself a bad girlfriend and should be trying to convince you to rob some banks. Well, anything to keep her in her drug habit. <laughs> that's what you gotta do. I mean, it's like whatever. That's why you see these guys, these uh, crazy people that are like holding up liquor stores and stuff. I'm like, you're gonna obviously get killed doing that. People breaking into people's houses to. I don't even know what you steal in a person's house nowadays. I just like, I was just talking to Molly about that the other day. She's like, what would somebody steal if they broke in our house? I'm like, absolutely nothing. We don't have anything worth stealing in this entire place. I don't know why anybody would come in here. The whole thing. No, be like, TVs? It's like, you can go to our yeah. Goodwill and get this for 20 bucks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> you can't fence this. It's not worth it. You're, it's like this giant flat screen TV and you might be able to sell it for like 100 bucks. So only if you're like so drug addled that a hundred dollars is going to like get you your next week's worth of fixes or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh! I just thought of that video you sent me of that elderly guy who defended his home in like California or whatever. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> the best part of the video was after he's done, it's like you know, it stopped. He's like, bruh, 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 and like thug life on it. <laughs> Didn't they give him the laser eyes? Oh, that was it, yeah. They gave him the laser eyes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, old guy. I don't even know. We talk, I don't know. 
Yeah, but, I mean, whatever. But that's just... <laughs> some drug addicts broke into <laughs> his house. It was it was a husband and wife. <laughs> I'm going to call them husband and wife. I don't know if they're married or not. That's it's speculation at this point. But uh, old man w- uh, w- lives alone, and they thought he was an easy target, so they were going to break in there and steal stuff from him, maybe beat him up and kill him. I don't know. They pulled a gun out. And they turned and ran, and he shot him in the back because they were running out of his house. And he's like, I don't care. I'd do it again. That guy was crying <laughs> like a little girl as he ran out of my house. Didn't even protect his lady. And then the video just, like, it's obviously from news footage. But then whoever's editing it just, like, puts a hard stop freeze frame on it and zooms in and plays, like, music in the background. and gives him those bright red laser eyes. It's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> But yeah, when you're like, I don't know what you think, a hundred bucks for this TV, yeah. worth losing your life over? Yeah, you yes. break into some person's yeah. house, you're taking your life in your hands to steal what? A, I don't even know how you're going to get that out of here. You need like three guys just to like pick up one of these normal sized TVs nowadays. Yeah, they're so cheap. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, what do you steal? Maybe if you knew somebody had guns, maybe. You steal guns from somebody, but then, like at that point in time, you know that you're breaking into a house of somebody you know has guns. So what do you? It's a bad idea. The burglary game these days ain't worth it, guys. Ain't worth it, guys. Do not, do not, do not commit residential break-ins. It's the fast track to the morgue. Yeah, we're prison. Well, I mean, whatever. If you're on, uh, on, you know, if you're on that train, man, I don't think you care too much about prison. You hardly care about dying, so. Oh. Well, I don't know. You never know. Speaking of triggered, Adam, quick question for you. I don't know. All right, I'm going to give you an either-or scenario. One, uh, <clears throat> there is a poster of the Virgin Mary laying on the ground and right next to it is an American flag old glory itself laying on the ground and people are walking over both of them step in their dirty muddy shoes all over the Virgin Mother of Christ and old glory herself which would of those would you find more detestable? Uh, I know that there are people who find both of them very detestable. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think they're both disgraceful. Yeah, but definitely. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do more, it. More so. Others do it. Which one would you find There's more probably- detestable? Probably stepping on Jesus' mom than the nation's flag. I would agree. Uh, you're a Catholic, right? Obviously. <laughs> I did not wear my five solas hat today. <laughs> I'm obviously Protestant. What? How, how could you say that then? Because clearly when you're on Protestantism, you would definitely think that the flag is more detestable. According to Liberty Hangout. That's weird. Um, 
Joker. We've said it before. <laughs> we said it on our Fourth of July episode about no King but Christ. Yeah, I don't know. This is what I get into this sometimes, right? And I was I was thinking about this less and less, but <laughs> when it comes to like the kneeling and stuff for the national anthem and things, this this whole trolley problem, flags versus virgin mothers. But the offensive thing isn't the act itself, right? Because it's like, whatever, it's just like a piece of paper or whatever. I know? mean... It's the intent of the person that's doing it. What, what are they trying to tell you when they do something like that? Maybe. I think, I think that's an element of it. I think that that's nine-tenths of it. Yeah, I think so. The other one-tenth is like, oops, I accidentally touched the arc where I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you run of this thing that's like, uh, for the, flat, the, the National Anthem kneelers. Yeah. And there's an argument, a line of argument that goes something like, well, kneeling is respectful, and so kneeling for the National Anthem isn't disrespectful and people just hate black people because that's why they they don't like it when people kneel for the national anthem and I'm like I think people don't know why they don't like it but if you try to break it down like try to figure it out it's a little loosey goosey but it goes something like this it's like there's a ritual associated with a, a thing that you do, right? Yeah. Right. So it's like uh, if you don't take your hat off during the national anthem, it's a sign of disrespect. But wearing right. a hat in general, there's nothing wrong with that. So it's just part of the ritual that you engage in. And then if you actively break the ritual and defy the, you know, the norm of what it's supposed to be doing, on purpose to elicit a response and to send a message you're doing it intentionally to show the disrespect and you know that that's what's happening and the whole thing was kicked off by a guy that said that he was doing it intentionally because he couldn't respect the country or the flag where you know police violence was killing black people and all this stuff so it's like, right. I don't know. If someone's walking over the Virgin Mary and it's just like a mural painted on the ground, I don't know. They did that in like Iran, was that? I can't remember. It wasn't the Virgin Mary. It was like the American flag or something like this. Yeah, I was going to say there's, yeah. It was like, it's yeah. so disrespectful to walk on this. And the thing was, it's like these Iranians were intentionally walking on the sidewalk so they wouldn't have to engage in this ritual of disrespect. So it's like sort of reversing, double reversing, what we're talking about. Uh, but it's the intent of the person. So if they're just like, if it's just a mural and it's no, there's nothing wrong with walking on it, you know? It's like a inlay in the, you know, square, the, you know, the, the 
courtyard at St. Peter's or whatever, and there's depictions of angels or whatever. You're just walking around, you're stepping on them, everybody's stepping on them, it's just part of the ground. Then that's fine. It doesn't matter if you're walking around. But if you're like, uh, F this angel, and you're like, skirting your cigarette butts out on it or whatever, it's like, well, I think that what's wrong here is that you're intentionally doing a thing that is uh, trying to offend other people, trying to trigger them, trying to, you know, show that what they like isn't valuable or worth praise or whatever it is. Right. Your ritual is stupid and dumb, and so I'm going to completely disrespect it and do my own thing because screw you. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, well, I think that's probably why people are mad. That's probably a a, a large contributing factor to it. So, I don't know. That's the only thing I can figure out, though. If you've got any other insights, chat, type them below, and we'll try to address them on air. No one ever does that. (laughs) Uh, Other things in the news from last week. Only fans decided that they're still going to do porn. <laughs> you may have heard about this, but there's this website <laughs> on the internet called OnlyFans. You might not have heard about this. Allison didn't know what this was when I tried to talk to her about it the other day. What? The the guy at the window. What? What? Are you talking about this guy? All of the sickos that heard this news. Yes! (laughs) Yes! Oh, sickos. (laughs) They're always getting their day. (laughs) Uh, But OnlyFans is a website. Uh, wherein you, it's like a subscription service, like content creators. I don't think it's yeah, limited it's, to only pornographic like, stuff. No, it's not. That's just what they're known for. I think because they're like the only one who allows it. It's like Patreon. You know, you go there and you could, I mean, they're <laughs> theoretically, there are like, you know, graphic artists there and, and so musicians. Yeah. I think it's getting a bad rap, though. So if you're like a graphic artist or a musician or whatever, it's like, I can't. People will think I'm doing porno. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they check out my OnlyFans. I'm like, no, 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 it's legit. I keep my pants on the whole time. I draw, <laughs> I draw landscapes. <laughs> but really, it's just him with his pants off. And they, hey, I tricked you. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then some guys are like really into that, and they're like, "Yes, yes." Uh, so degenerate. <laughs> Tricked me again, no, 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 guy. I swear, yeah, I swear it just tastes like. No, 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 no. It's just uh, you know, I I can create photographs with food <laughs> and my feet. Yeah, I just squish ripe melon between my toes. It's part of my artwork. Subscribe to my OnlyFans for $10 a month. It's PG. It's not. But secretly, no, it's not. Because you know that there's depravity within it. Yeah, there's weird feet people out there. I don't really get them. But 
there was a thing. Apparently, their uh, uh, financial transaction processor, and I don't know how this works, because I thought that this was getting sorted out. But like Visa or whoever, they say, "Uh uh-uh, you can't use our services to process payments anymore, guys, because you do thing we don't like. Build your own financial processing system. Which I thought um, they, they did. So, like, you can go and get the guys from Russia or whatever, and then they'll process your money for you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they had to shut, they were going to shut down all, not all explicit content, but only, like, I guess, hardcore stuff. I don't know. I've never been on OnlyFans, so I can't tell you all the details. I'm not, I'm not uh, going to pay cash money to somebody to look at them naked. I don't know. I don't understand this. There's like these people that are like, so-and-so on their first weekend as an OnlyFans uh, creator has earned over a million dollars. I'm like, I don't know how that can be. <laughs> what am I missing here? If I Googled boobs right now, it would be an unlimited search results of boobs. Just like screen after screen after screen after screen after screen. Endless. It would keep going forever of different boobs. Videos, pictures, moving pictures like Harry Potter. I still don't know how GIFs are made. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, what are you talking about? Harry Potter. Harry Potter, they had those moving pictures. All right, okay, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Keep going. Yeah. Like, well, that was kind of weird, but we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't even want to get into what wizard pornography is. Probably like. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what you're. Okay, whatever. <laughs> It's <laughs> gifts are like that, as far as I can tell. <laughs> but people are literally spending thousands of dollars on like TikTok and uh, not TikTok, OnlyFans creators, uh, Twitch streamers. It used to be like cam girls and stuff, like subscription pornography sites. You'd occasionally hear a thing. It's like a guy's marriage was ruined when his wife learned that he had spent $30,000 on porno sites. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's free. It's like, that's like that guy. It's free real estate. <laughs> it's everywhere. You're people are so dumb. They don't want you to don't understand. It's the Alex Jones. They don't yeah, want you to those know. Ducks like, are free. The ducks at the park are free. You can take as many as you want. Uh, by the way, that's actually not true. Migratory uh, uh, birds are controlled, by particularly in this state by uh, Illinois law and you can only take them in certain ways during certain times of the year once you have like five licenses. Don't get me started on hunting regulations. I you to- I talked to you about this the other day. It's going to send me off the rails. Tell me 
No, just do it. What? Say, Zach, oh, if I wanted to go hunt squirrels, obviously to feed my family, I could just do that, right? There's no way the state could prevent me from doing that. <laughs> squirrels? Squirrels. Are you for real? Yeah, if you want to hunt squirrels, you have to uh, not only uh, have a FOID card. Uh, Since you're going to be using firearms. <laughs> If you want to trap them using traps and stuff, you have to get not get a, only get a hunting license, but you have to also get uh, certain traps. I believe that trapping squirrels is actually illegal. So you have to get a hunting license on top of getting your FOID card, getting a firearm that can hunt squirrels, getting going to a hunter safety course, which is a 10-hour course of instruction, getting a hunting license, and you don't getting, even need a you don't even need a firearm to kill squirrels. I don't I don't get it. And getting your uh, <laughs> Upland game stamp, and then you can go squirrel hunting. And you can take five five squirrels. <laughs> I'm sorry, warden. No, these are not squirrels. They're mice. Johnny. Can you eat as much mice as you want? I mean, what's the deal? I, I, it's probably illegal to kill mice. What about those flying mice? Yeah, definitely illegal. You might get a virus from that. Everything's protected. You can't hunt anything. You can't keep anything as pets. If you if you rescue... Actually, this isn't entirely true. Because people will say that you can't keep wild animals at all. But you, there, you have like 30, 60 days or something like this. If you uh, are rescuing or rehabilitating a, a wild animal, where you can, without a license, keep a like a raccoon or whatever, until it gets back on its little paws, runs off to the creek to catch some crayfish. I don't know. The boys caught a cicada. They caught us a cat. Yeah, they're everywhere right now. Those trees are screaming at us with our annual cicadas. We don't get those generational ones here, I don't think. But every year... Yeah. Jumped out at me when I was tripping the hedges. It was like, it was like crawling <laughs> on my ankle. I was like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, Molly and I saw some, like, you know, if they come out of the ground and they're still in their, their exoskeleton with the giant claws, and they're climbing oh, yeah. up, their back splits open, and then they come splitting out of there. Wings! Like an alien creature. Those things are freaky. Put oh. them on our garage. Like the, the husks. Yeah, and you see those giant cicada killer wasps coming up and then they get them. Those things always freaked me out as a kid. But apparently they're very docile, even though yeah. they're enormous wasps. Yeah, they are huge, and they actually don't really care about humans at all. No. Like, they just, like, ignore you. Yeah, but I'm scared. All they want is that juicy, that juicy green and black cicada. Yeah. They'd always dive bomb me, though, and their giants would like, and I'm like, oh, there's a giant wasp. This was before I knew all the secrets about the nature from watching David Attenborough documentaries. 
Yeah, those, the female ones are huge. The males are the ones who are, uh, who go out and, like, <laughs> hunt them to bring their prize. Do they have to get a hunting license? Probably not. <sighs> typical, typical state. Granting more rights to insects than we got. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is illegal to hunt cicadas. <laughs> the man's boot is so heavily on my neck I can hardly breathe. Breaking news from last week. Breaking news from last week. Breaking news, Adam. Taliban spokesman says the U.S. must complete its evacuation of people from Afghanistan by August 31. Date the Biden administration set for the withdrawal of all U.S. troops. The Taliban say they will accept no extensions to this deadline. Ooh. Taliban ultimatums. What date is it? Is it the third? Oh, obviously, we rejected this ultimatum, and we stayed past just for like a day, just to spite these guys, right? Oh, I would, because I'm a little bit childish like that. They don't dictate orders. We, we. Uh, I, I can't even get, begin to start talking about all the things I would have done differently if I was in charge. But oh, handling some uh, <laughs> Douglas. 100 percent of some Taliban spokesman was saying, uh, "U.S. must complete." Back first of all, if a spokesman's talking on TV, he's going to have a drone up his ass. Second of all, <laughs> you don't tell me what to do. Some ISIS idiots just blew up thirteen Marines or whatever. Yeah, that would have been enough cause for me not to drone strike a family of ten. But Wait, to what? but to reconsider. Why was that an option? <laughs> re renegotiate the deal that we had and say actually we will be staying at that airbase that we are currently at. Yeah. What's the ever as long as we way. want? Go away. The Darth Vader line. Yes. Right. He's like I altered the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? You're going to fly one of my Blackhawk helicopters? <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. Anyway, the withdrawal of Afghanistan makes me sad in my heart. But it's over. I had to stop looking at it. I was, I didn't want to, I didn't want to see, I didn't want to see it anymore. Well, neither does the... <laughs> well, good thing that they got something else to talk about, but we'll get into that. Uh, I just can't. I don't know. I'll just briefly touch on some other things. Not only were we being dictated to by the Taliban with ultimatums and threats, we were relying on them to help us get people out of Afghanistan. And to help us, of course, the beneficial Taliban would need some information. And so we gave them a list of names of U.S. citizens, green card holders, and Afghan allies to allow them to get into the airport to get out. Oh, what are they? These, these guys, they're, you know, Adam, the Taliban's got a bad rap just because of all of the extrajudicial killings and persecutions 
Obviously, they're just going to help us get these people who they consider to be vile traitors to safety out of the country. I saw that. I, I, I don't think I even sent it to you, but I saw that for the first time ever, there is now no ordained Catholic priest in Afghanistan since like 1920 or something. The last one uh, fled. So there's no presence of the Catholic Church even in uh, Afghanistan. You know, that shocks me. It doesn't shock me least because obviously the Catholics could just send their army guys over there. What army guys? (laughs) I mean, you've got to be more specific. The Vatican has basically its own private police force. It's its own state. It's got its own army. The Swiss Guard guys. You can just send them over there. I didn't know what you're going. I didn't know if you're like... Just those guys. And I don't want to get into the details with like all of the the Catholic army guys. Right? The Crusaders. What are you talking about? Well, I didn't get into all of that, but yes... Just the like above board legitimate stuff. They've got they've got they've got a well equipped armed force in the Vatican that they could deploy to defend their mission in Afghanistan if they wanted to. Letting all their priests flee. That's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Better to be martyred by the Taliban and live forever as a saint than to run away. Makes me disrespect the papists be, even more. You'd probably be on the fast track to sainthood if you were murdered. So. Absolutely. Uh, a local priest in some Afghan village stands his ground, protects his parishioners. To, was it that? You told me that story about that guy. He's got guy. a six shooter in his hand? Or wait. <laughs> that guy in Greece. That Orthodox guy or whatever. Oh, yeah. He was like the. He was a he was a bigwig though. He was like the uh, patriarch of like Athens or something. So he was he was like the man in Greece and probably in <laughs> all of Southern Europe. Okay. He was the one. Yeah, he's the one. He was the one who the the uh, the Nazis asked him to assemble a list of all the Jews. And uh, people came to him with the whole list, and he ate it all. And he just—he literally ate the—he ate the list, and then See? he gave—he gave the the Nazis his name. He's like, "I'm the only Jew here." <laughs> See, and then he was—he was—he was threatened to be shot at firing squad. He's like, "Well, I at least expect you." He says, "I." He says, "We aren't we aren't shot firing squad. We're hanged. I at least expect you to respect our traditions here." He gave him a, a noose to hang him with, presumably, but they didn't do that because because he held that much respect and power. Even when uh, I think even when there was like revolution going down in post-war Greece, um, he became like the de facto ruler of all of Greece because. All of the different factions trusted him. They trusted him as a neutral party to to, to rule the country. So I, I can't even I, I described him enough, but I don't remember his name. I probably could pronounce it. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Those crazy Greeks. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the guy I'm talking about. 
Because <laughs> all you do is look him in the eye and say, all right, the worst thing you can do is kill me, you weak-willed piece of crap. <laughs> oh. we don't, apparently they don't have any Catholics like that in Afghanistan right now. Sad day. See? Every, every day things get closer to ruin. But at least it was worth it, Adam, because as long as we gave the Taliban the names of all these people, they would help us get them out. It's not like we would leave anybody behind at the gates of the Kabul airport. We wouldn't. I've heard many reports over the course of uh, a week, over and over and over and over and over again, that it was a success. Oh, uh, it was 90%. Wait, 90 <laughs> Ninety percent. Nine. We got ninety percent of the people out. We wanted to get mission accomplished. Only ten percent left behind. That's what. That's what the army or marines say. All right. Don't leave anybody behind except for the ten percent that you don't want to wait to get out because you've received an ultimatum from your weak adversary that you can defeat at any moment. And then leave those guys behind. Because you have a deadline. Ar arbitrarily imposed and self-selected. <laughs> the worst. Interesting news. <clears throat> On February 2022. <laughs> this is a good transition. <laughs> the dwarf planet Pluto will be in the same spot in the heavens as it was on July 4th, 1776. The first time this has happened in U.S. history. We've come full circle. Cycle of empire? Question mark? Tired. Planet. Wired. Harbinger. <laughs> yeah. You hear that double bass in the seventh string. Yep. Yeah. 2022. So clear. Things are just getting heated up, Adam. 2022 is when we reach full collapse, maybe. I like this guy's tweet. The heavens portend the fall of this empire. 1776 to 1789 was... 13 years. 2035 puts us right on track for a 2030s collapse scenario, with the remainder of the 2020s as a period of instability and shattering before the new age. The omens have been read! The omens have been read! <laughs> oh, ours ascending. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Venus is in Orion's uvula, and so that clearly means that it's a good time to buy gold. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't think that that was funny. I mean, I don't know. I'm on the fence about what I want for the world in the coming years. I have a child, man, or whatever. 
I'd like yeah. some sort of stability and prosperity. I don't know what we're going to have. It seems very uncertain right now. Pluto is just throwing its astrology right into the mix of here. Sip this. Breaking news! Breaking news from last week! Breaking news! Ah, the Supreme Court lifts a federal eviction moratorium. In an unsigned eight-page opinion with the three liberals dissenting, SCOTUS sides with a group of landlords who argued that the CDC lacked the authority to bar evictions during the pandemic. After 18 months. Yeah. <clears throat> 18 months. Yeah, well, I mean, it was off and on because there was the... I think you were right. There was an initial CDC one, but then it was part of the covid relief reg le legislation so congress did right. come out and they said hey but they had a deadline on it <clears throat> so yeah, they, it was only uh only applied to certain uh people too i believe it was only those two the landlords who had some sort some type of like fannie mae or freddie mac uh, loans right and uh so basically what happened was this if i'm remembering correctly uh, there was a lower court ruling that imposed or that overturned the eviction moratorium, but that decision was stayed pending appellate review. All right. Uh, the appellate court came in, and I believe that they actually sided against the lower court and said that the eviction moratorium's cool, man. Or whatever. And then the appellate, or the Supreme Court came in and they said, nah, dog, that ain't cool, bro. We already told you that you don't have the authority to do this, man. So, no eviction moratoriums, Jack. And they lifted the stay. Uh, and so they, then they were, uh, returned it to the appellate court to do something, and the appellate court's probably going to stick it back down to the district court or whatever. But procedurally, all he did was lift the stay on the district court's ruling or whatever, based on procedural grounds. But no, 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 no. The Supreme Court lifts the federal eviction moratorium in an unsigned order with the three liberals fighting for justice for the poor. According to news, I hate this stuff. It's all the time like this. Just like, just to, like two days ago or whatever. The Supreme Court in a shadow docket <laughs> upholds Texas's Sharia law banning a woman's basic liberty interests, relegating her to handmade status. In the whole state. It's the only book you could reference. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's apparently the only book people know. And it's probably not even for the book. They probably just watched a stupid show. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't read the book. And I've seen two episodes of that show. It was not good. 
But regardless of that, uh, uh, what happened was <laughs> it, in Texas they passed a law, and it's probably a very unconstitutional law, but the law said something like this. If you get an abortion and uh, you're further along than six weeks, then a private citizen has a cause of action against you, the abortion provider and anybody who assisted in providing it, to sue them and recover $10,000 in damages from them. Something like that. Sound right? Wow, that is nothing what I've heard at all uh, being portrayed. That's absolutely the opposite of what I've been hearing. Oh, that's what basically my understanding of what the law says. I've been told that Roe v. Wade has been completely overturned and that on top of that, people can get $10,000 from the, the parties that you mentioned. Yeah, a rapist can rape a girl and then just watch her and when she gets the abortion, then sue her and then can sue their rape victim and get ten grand. That was making that's, around. That's also for that. I've seen that. So this is this is that's what I've heard, and it's oh. obviously true, Adam. Obviously true. <laughs> Roe v. Wade in the gutter. It's not even like that's not even like the current precedent. The current precedent is Casey, and it just <laughs> triggered out into space. I just I can't. I don't understand it. I don't understand it, Zach. I mean, I do because I understand that <laughs> there's a bunch of midwits. Who are, who are making comments on stuff. It's all propaganda. Anyway. Uh, but what they're trying to do is try to color it as this really horrifying thing when actually it's something very mundane and stupid, like most things. As Justice <laughs> Thomas would say, that's an incredibly stupid law. <laughs> and I wouldn't have voted for it. Uh, <laughs> but the state did it. I'll yeah. let them have it. <laughs> so what happened? What happened was a bunch of state officials got sued by, I think, abortion providers, maybe even like individuals or whatever, for an injunction, a restraining order, preventing them from enforcing the law. And the court said, I don't think we can do that because uh, these guys don't enforce the law. They don't have anything to do with it. Texas created a private right of action against abortionists. And this isn't the proper procedural setting for challenging the law. You guys haven't been sued yet. You don't have any injury in fact. No cases are pending. And so, yeah, you don't have a case. Get out of here. Boom. And uh, people are like, it's the end of women in Texas. I don't think that we can move there with my daughter. Oh. First of all, sure. raise so your daughter better so that she's not getting sense. abortions. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Ugh. So, it went back down, and apparently there have been some cases brought 
in the intervening like two days or whatever, and a district court or a state court in Texas has thrown out this law anyway based on constitutional grounds. Because as soon as they got sued, they said, eh, these guys, this is illegal. They can't, they can't do this. And the court's like, you're right. This law's dumb. Get out of here. <laughs> I think that was just today. So. Is today the third? Yes. Or the fourth? Today's the third. So it's already legal to murder babies again. Older than six weeks in the state of Texas. Way to go, Planned Parenthood. You've done it again. I don't know. I was going to talk about this more too, but I can't. I can't abide all of the abortionists and their insane arguments. I don't get them at all. I don't understand the reasoning. It's very strange and. I hear this one a lot. It goes something like, oh, I always hear these Republicans wanting to ban abortions, but I never hear them talking about providing support for babies and moms and social services and comprehensive health care and free birth control, man. I'm like, okay, that's all well and good. We can have a conversation about it. that stuff. But that's not an argument in favor of abortion. I, no. I call this the better off dead argument. I'm like, yeah. you're insane. You're saying no. that because these people would have to raise a child in poverty that it's better to kill them. That's why we need yeah. abortion because otherwise yeah. children would grow up in poverty. Don't even get me started on the folks that say, oh, there's going to be a lot more Down Syndrome kids now. I'm like, good God! That's why we need abortion, to murder Down Syndrome babies, because those people are better off dead. Ah. That's why I take them out in the street and beat them with a whip. Beat them with some bats and some bricks. Oh. <clears throat> no, just a good flogging in general. There are some, and I don't know, there are some legalistic arguments that have convinced me that we should not outlaw abortion from a state regulatory perspective. But it's not. Well, some kids would have a harder life if we allowed them to be born, so we should probably allow them to be killed by their moms in their wombs. Does that, does that make sense to anyone? Apparently, yes, because I've seen it a hundred times in the last few days all over the internet. Yes, it's, <laughs> uh, it's like projected nihilism. It's like life is suffering. There is nothing worth this in this life. Therefore, you're better off dead than to have been born. That's, that's like the that's like that's the only that's like the rationale. It's it's never stated like that. But that's like it's the it is it is the very the, the logical foundation of their argument is uh, these people would yes. be better off dead. Yes. Yeah, there's a. <laughs> I don't think that's true. 
<laughs> There's huh. a Bible verse for that, believe it or not. It's huh. in Ecclesiastes. It says that the dead are better off than the living, but even better is the ones who have never been born. See? It proves that abortion is good. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> abortion's yes, good and right. Yes. The Bible proves it. See? Yes, and just... idiots say that too. It's the <laughs> that was all over the internet. That's why the Bible is printing or whatever. <laughs> it's the context of it too. So. <laughs> the, Leviticus the has a mask mandated. It is. Is the Virgin Solomon, not the Chad Solomon, who's doing his saying? <laughs> Adam, whenever anybody does anything bad in the Bible, that means that it was okay to do that bad thing. That's why you know the Bible <laughs> supports rape and murder and genocide and all this stuff. Oh, I so much, so much. I can't even believe. I can't believe how like cringe and boomer like those comments are. I don't under. I don't understand it. Well, I guess I would expect that's coming from a sixty-year-old person. I just I don't I don't get it. It's like oh no, this person's twenty-five and saying these things. This is something that would have been passed on along an email chain in nineteen ninety-four. Because it's true. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't forward to ten people, you you're gonna wish that you were aborted or something. Yeah. And, and, and once again, Adam, once again, I think that mostly what we have here is people that, like, see this stuff, and then they're just praying that it gets overturned, because then once again, yes! <laughs> yes! The sickos, once again, come out of the woodwork. Did <laughs> oh. <laughs> you see the... <laughs> that reminds me... That reminds me, and I don't know, maybe if you have some pulled up because you've seen a whole bunch of a whole bunch of takes on this. There's a whole bunch of there's a whole bunch of people after this thing, after the you know, the the shadow docket stuff, right? We've returned to Sharia law um, for whatever reason. I don't get it, but there's a there's a whole host of people who are like, no. If this is what's going to happen, then you know what? If a man impregnates a woman, oh, then he should be liable for not only for not only child support for eighteen years, but also half the parenting time completely. Be there supporting the woman a whole a hundred percent of the time. And I'm like, you've invented marriage. That's what you've done. You've said, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I can murder my baby. Who? You know what? The person who got me pregnant. Who, person who got me pregnant should be the one to help me raise this child through finance and emotions and all this other stuff, and that's how it should be. I'm a genius for thinking of that all by myself, first person to ever create this, and I'm like, you're dumb. <laughs> you, that is marriage. That is that is what is like the that is the standard for <laughs> time immemorial for the human race. And uh, I don't know. I don't understand why you think that you just create. They're geniuses, Adam. They just came up with this great solution to the problem. Maybe tie them together with some sort of legal obligations. <laughs> <laughs> Even without marriage, though, they got that crap already. Every state's got child support, parental rights laws, and all kinds of stuff. It's yeah. stupid. No, it's I, yes. It's like you guys live in a box. How can you not know? 
You don't even have a friend that's got to pay child support? That this isn't, like, triggered you? Like, you, you don't realize <laughs> that it's a thing that exists already? See, it's like this. It's like this nonsensical argument. That doesn't make a lick of sense to why then abortion should be legal. Because a man doesn't... Let's say that that's true. Even though it's obviously not true, because that exists. Uh, uh, the father of the child isn't, isn't legally mandated to provide financial support to the mother and child and also help raise the child, that that means that the woman should be allowed to murder the baby. Why? Just, why, was, why, why? How does that follow through? I don't understand the connection. That doesn't mean I see, that. <laughs> I see that too with, I, I don't know. I see that too because I watch, you know, I watch apologetics video and I watch preaching videos and like some of the people go out to like these, these pro-choice, uh, uh, pro-abortion protests and they'll talk with these, uh, with individuals and they'll say these things like, oh, the church is focused on this. And he's like, no, we have a whole ministry where we are willing to help these, these women. And they're like, oh, but you don't blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, we're flush with cash. A bunch of people want to help support this cause. You, they will, these people will never, these moms will never run out. It's like, no response. They can't give a, they can't give a response because it has nothing to do with the support money. It's I want to live my life without zero consequences up to and including murdering my child. Yeah. It's the sickos, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get into it too much because we're, we're running low on time. But uh, I was talking to the wife about this, and I said, it's easy to prevent this from being a political football for the for all of my life and all of my days into the future, it's easy. All you gotta do is say, yes, a fetus is a human being and deserves all of the dignity and respect of human life that we afford regular people. And then you pass laws that effect that sentiment. You know, if like ethical treatment of fetuses and they aren't just like thrown onto a you know, surgical table to gasp out their last instances of life, etc., etc. And, I don't know, maybe have ethical disclosure laws. Did you know that the fetus is a human being, etc., etc., and an abortion terminates it? Put this stuff in place. Alright? And we treat it like what it is. And this would go a far way... I don't think people would still be okay with it because now you're saying that, oh yeah, it is, but now it's, you're saying it's okay to kill a Peterson person and stuff. All right. But to at least get to a place where as a society we can accept that this is a horrible thing that happens and sometimes for good reasons or whatever, but uh, to treat it with the weight and dignity it deserves... And not having people on Twitter bragging about being proud about it and having like nine or whatever. Oh, then you get you get into like some you get into some health health problems with that. Dehumanizing the fetus, treating it like 
it's nothing, and you start running into some trouble with that stuff. All right, just start treating this thing like it's worthy of respect and uh, dignity, and then you get you, you. It would go a long way, but I think that I don't think that that's ever going to happen. Ugh. But people were using the Supreme Court case, not only the one, uh, I don't even remember what it was. What was the one? There's the Texas one and the eviction moratorium. And they yeah, are saying okay, that we need to overturn the Supreme Court, get a new Supreme Court, pack the court, and all this other stuff. Even people saying that, well, that's their ruling, let's see them enforce it, kinds of <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Jackson stuff. <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, one guy even was talking about setting up <laughs> an anti-court. <laughs> uh, the Constitution says there has to be one Supreme Court, but it doesn't say which court it is. So I think the solution is just create another court and say that's the Supreme Court now. <laughs> we'll not be reading critiques by legal scholars on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, current Supreme Court this is unconstitutional you can't make a new Supreme Court me we'll see what the new Supreme Court has to say about this <laughs> touche foolproof plan I don't know how it could go wrong Ugh. Just ignore SCOTUS rulings. From a practical standpoint, also, you can't just ignore SCOTUS rulings to the extent you want to continue to seek, uh, you know, uh, judicial recognition of your illegal conduct. You can't just say, that's their ruling, let's see them enforce it, because that's not how it works. From a practical standpoint, you have individuals, like, for example, the uh, eviction mandate or ban getting going away uh a guy is going to go to court and say hey judge get this deadbeat out of my house and the judge will say i don't know there's a there's an eviction moratorium he's like yeah yeah, yeah that got uh <laughs> that got uh, that 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 was the court overturned it but you should still say you know hey or whatever, and the guy, the other guy comes in and says, "No, no, it's 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 a valid thing, or whatever." And the court says, "Well, the Supreme Court said that it, it doesn't exist, and so I have to grant this guy's motion to kick you out of your house, or whatever." So the courts you know, operate independent of the executive branch, and this is on purpose, right? Yeah. So if you were, say, a state that had an eviction moratorium and then your state courts said that that moratorium was no good and then in your state you had a guy come in and say no let's get this guy out and just like yeah that's right that moratorium's trash and then the the residents like no i think that it's fine and they don't listen to him and then the guy goes down to the sheriff's office and he's like i need to get this bum out of my house and the sheriff Part of the enforcement mechanism of the state could say, nah, dog, there's a moratorium in place. And he can ignore it and refuse to enforce it, even though he's got a court order. And that's how that worked. It doesn't work on like a federal level 
for a state regulated thing. This is weird. You have to send like the FBI or the army into Chicago or whatever. Well, there's weird stuff like you could compel the sheriff to do it. No, you can't. You can use the court and you can sue them. You can't. You can't. Not if there's a constitutional crisis wherein one branch of government is refusing to recognize the authority of another. And you can remove them. No, you can't. That's the trick with the balance of powers between judiciary and executive. And as evidenced by a- Andrew Jackson and removing the, yeah. the well, Cherokee. Okay. Yeah, with, with him, though, if he was not following the law, which he wasn't, then the recourse would have been to remove him. Correct. And Congress, who narrowly passed the law in the first place, was going to go Exactly correct. But to the extent that the courts themselves want to take any action, they can't really do anything. They can only, within the confines of their, uh, you know, miracle, uh, hold consistent rulings. And so they wouldn't enforce any judgments. They might, like, have rule and create civil penalties or whatever, rule in favor of, uh, you know, an Indian that wants to sue the state and say, hey, they kicked me off my land and they're forcing me to leave. And the judge could say, yeah, that's right. You have a right to stay. Penalties. And then the state could just be like, nah, we ain't doing that. And then the court could say, sheriff, enforce it. And the sheriff's like, nah, dog. I'm part of the state's executive and I'm on their side. But you always have those weird situations where you have different levels of government that in conflict, like if the feds came in, but then the state was on the opposing side. And so then you have like yeah. local law enforcement arresting DEA agents and stuff like that. Oh yes. ATF agents. Yeah. <laughs> That's how this goes down when this stuff happens. It's just a complete breakdown of society. Spiraling out of control. Oh yeah. Breakdown of sexual <laughs> But that's our show, and uh, I just want to finish up the evening as usual with our ice cold fact of the week from last week. Coming to you straight <laughs> from Ice T himself. Ice cold facts. I avoid crap because my temper can go from zero to life in prison in two seconds. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> ice cold fact. <laughs> Coming to you straight from Ice T. Alright folks, that's our show tonight. Really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, comment below, share this video with all of your friends. You know they want to see it. We were even getting some buzz on social media today before the show. (laughs) Yes. They weren't even decent enough to link the podcast though, so sad day. Oh man, you should do that. (laughs) <laughs> if you want to you can follow us on social media we're all on twitter at adam s Furman, at triggered underscore media and at zachary w underscore clark all right folks be safe out there and remember that this week saw the end of roe v wade Adam, did you have anything you wanted to add here? No, nothing to add. Nothing to add. All right, folks. (laughs) 
Have a good night, and we'll see you next time on Triggered. Good night.